Rohat, yes, welcome hello. to the podcast, man. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I have like intentionally not uh, looked at anything. And talked and I have, researched. I haven't nothing. done any research. Okay, but nothing. that's good. I, th I think so. I like I that. Like, and we didn't talk too much on the way in either. So no. we got to introduce ourselves here. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of, uh, I mean, at least for me, it's something that I enjoy doing is getting to know people on the podcast. Yeah, but that's why you do the podcast, maybe. Yeah, it kind of to is. Get to know people. And yeah, man, the podcast has been such an amazing thing in my life. I've been watching for the last three weeks, I think, just yeah. to check out about what you do and how you do stuff. Mm. And, and it looks like a, what can I say, a very detailed podcast about uh, more important stuff instead of talking about, you know, trends and social media stuff. And it seems like you pick up very good themes about people and what the, who they are and what they do. I think so. That's why I came here. That's why I reached out and I wanted to come here because I've been looking for somewhere to talk about deep stuff not oh know, shit not nice. about uh, you know the regular stuff yeah yeah that's good i, I think th the podcast is a good mix of like really deep topics and like really stupid fun yeah, goofy nice. like it's a good it's a good mix you know I'm i like gonna, that yeah i like it you can hear me right yeah i can hear you. let me just check something i don't know if it's through the headphones or i think one two yeah okay that's fine i think that's good uh yeah so you're uh what's your who are you man so my name is uh Rohat. i'm a musician from norway born and raised uh my families are my family are kurds mm. from turkey that mm. came here i don't know maybe in the 1970s 80s yeah and uh i have uh been uh, i don't know i've been uh i've been on a journey a long time Mm -hmm. uh with figuring out what i want to do and how i do stuff but in the basis i think i i'm a person who likes to help other people yeah and that's what i do you help and, others yeah with everything like in life generally in art music yeah. creative work everything how do you spend your time like how, what's your output for energy music uh mostly it was mo mostly music but uh with the years i have been uh trying other stuff like i love fishing yeah. i'm a nature's guy so i'm yeah. out in the nature a lot are kurdish people traditionally nature lovers yeah i don't know i don't think they're like nature nature lovers but i think we are very connected with nature that yeah. we are because we have a lot of you know small cities and small towns around the big towns that people go back to and you know do farming and cows mm. and sheep and you know the the old life mm. it's kind of romantic yeah it is we are a bit romantic people yeah that's <laughs> I nice would, i would describe myself as a romantic that's me too and i think there's a certain kind of romance that we have with the planet with i mean with like, with fishing yeah. with just going down to a river throwing your 100%. like line in grabbing a fish in australia we have this thing called catch and cook catch and cook yeah you just catch it catch and you it cook and it cooking right away that's, that's it. what that's we what love you yeah you bring your bonfire you do everything you, you just put it there. and then you just open up the fish with salt and pepper that's it that's all you need that's all you need yeah, yeah. it's perfect okay so you're into uh so that's how i use my time mostly now but I also do workout. I try new stuff all the time. I try to get myself out of my comfort zone. That's important. Yeah, I seek discomfort. That's my main uh, priority now these days, mm. I think. And what's the seeking discomfort thing? 
that you can't why, why do you do that like what's the why i do that because i think i think there's so much more to learn about us as people that people don't do and we're very much in this little bubble yeah and we don't dare to go out of this bubble and i with my experience i have been trying different stuff now the last one and a half year and i've been feeling that every time i seek discomfort when i'm on the other side of have tried out stuff i feel like it's it makes me it makes me more whole because i know what i can't and can basically i believe that everything is possible nothing is impossible mm. and i feel like me seeking discomfort is a uh, proof of uh, that that everything is possible that i can go dance i can go bungee jumping i can go i don't know swim across a whole mile if i want mm. it's just about how much you want stuff and how much you want to do it yeah i think that's really important to keep in mind i think it's easy to forget that of course when you have a job and you have a family and you like you're back and forth and you think that's your routine and of yeah. course it's easy to get lost in that because people want to stay safe yeah they don't take risks man yana said something really that stuck with me on the podcast man Fuck, she, said, it's, she said that she doesn't tell other people her dreams and visions all the time because sometimes they project their own negativity yeah. onto what your dream is because they if you if you say something like oh i have a dream of swimming from england to france yeah and i'm a bad swimmer i might go dude that's impossible that's not you shouldn't do that you're not going to do uh, that of course and then you you go oh that person said i can't do it and there's already like a little bit of doubt Just, yeah and you go, oh that you're the first person that i told and now I've got a hundred percent doubt from the first person. Yeah. And it sometimes that can just be enough to make somebody stop doing the thing that they really want to do. Hundred percent. So s since she said that, I've been like, ah, don't you know, tell people. I don't tell them. Oh, I just tell people that kind of help. You know, you have these people that just kind of go, yeah, did you shouldn't just <laughs> swim. You know what you should do after you swim from England to France? You the should motivators. go to Cuba yeah. and then you should swim to America. Dude, that's that's a you go those are the people. Yeah. But I've come to understand that like you can't you can't get in the way of people's fantasies or their dreams. No. Like not, not at all. all. Like that is so fucking dangerous and they will come to resent you. 100%. Like if somebody says, "Oh, I want to like have the number one podcast in Norway," or "I want to like be like the, the, the sell the most tickets as a comedian in Norway," hundred percent. And somebody goes, uh, "No, I don't think you should do that." You would kind of go, well, "That's my fucking dream. Why are you saying no to my dream?" And then you go, "Ah, oh, fuck you," or you'd be like. I can't do it. So either way, it's a lose-lose situation. A, it, it might never come true, yeah. but you can't rob people of that hope. No, not at all. I've, I've really come, I've seen that a lot. And I've been like, ah, that's like a terrible thing to do. And people think that they're helping. People think that, oh, I've got to give this guy a reality check. Yeah. Let me just like tell him how it really is. It's like, yeah. sh shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, unless you're like giving them a reality check to save their life yeah. or something like that. If they think, hey, I'm going to jump out of this 10 story building and I'm going to be fine. Like, okay, give them a reality check. Yeah, 100%. But if the reality check is like, I want to write like the best selling children's books about a magician who goes to a special school. Yeah. Okay, go for it, man. 100%. That's what you got to do. I think I think maybe that's kind of what's special about I think the way I think and feel is that every time someone says I can't do something, I feel that's my drive. 
That's ah, what makes me do it. You're one of those. Yeah, so I always go against. I like to see people doubt me because really then I nice. can then I can prove them wrong. That's strong. So I think it may be on the person because a lot of people take it to them and That's they true. stop doing what they do. Some people like me, of course, make that their drive. Yeah. And then there's other people that actually take rations and think about stuff while doing the stuff they want to do because it's not always negativity. It's sometimes it, there are some yeah, there are some smart things that people say, but it's the way you I don't know receive the receive the critic mm. that's very important. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're receiving it from a place of motivation when they say no, dude, sorry man, you you can't hear me, right? Sometimes it goes back and forth. I think. Okay, but you can definitely hear me. Just wait. You can hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think the wiring sometimes goes off and on. Yeah, I did just pull it out. But let me just try some shit here. That's yours. This is... I was, trying, I was gonna try something. It's okay. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, dude. Yeah. Woo! Okay, now I feel... Now I got, yeah, now now I got it. All right, I had that down a little bit because I was shouting so much with the last guest. <laughs> I had to turn it down. I had Vigo Ven in here. We were fucking... Yeah, I had a clown party. Okay, that's better. Nice. Okay, so then what's your dream now then? Where are we going, bro? What's happening? Bro, I have some plans about doing some stuff in two years. Mm. But I've also, I don't know, I kind of see what I where, where, where I want to go. Yeah. I have this uh, dream of how I want stuff to be. Mm. I, I, of course, want to build a family. Everybody wants that. How old are you? I'm 25. Yeah, but that's something that you have in mind now. That's good. Yeah, of course. I've I've had that in mind since I was 15, 16. Yeah. I'm a family guy. Good. So I love my family. I spend my a lot of time with my family. Uh I I I am a musician first of all, and that's my passion. That's what runs through my veins and everything. Mm. But I also have this urge of helping people. And in that say helping people that were in my position when I was younger that couldn't go to school, that didn't have that drive that I had when I was younger. Because I was, I, you could say, it, I kind of gave up to life when I was younger. Mm. And um, life kind of took me on this journey that hurt a lot of people around me and, I don't know, made me distant from a lot of people. But now that I've grown up a bit and I've seen stuff and learned stuff, I feel like there is so many more possibilities for me to help other people not go in those. What kind of problems did you experience? So I come from, a, what can I say? Um, in Norwegian, you say, okay. as in like a ghetto? Uh, kind of. You have this Grurdalen, yeah. and you have Stovner, Hagen, Stovner, Furuset. You, there are, what can I say, a lot of minorities, uh, a lot of people with low economy, mm. and we're all in like blocks. Mm. So um, I was born and raised there for 23 years. Yeah. And with that comes a lot of challenges Yeah. That's, that you separate from inside the home and outside the home. Yeah. So when you're outside, I don't know, uh, what can I say? A lot of my friends... Some of them have made it, some of them have not. Mm. Uh, some of them are still in the same circle. Mm. And I feel like I have the opportunity now to help people realize that there are so many more opportunities than just 
giving up to life and let life taking you on a journey. So is that a negative kind of, I mean, you know, I don't really know too much about Norwegian uh, you know, I didn't, I I came here when I was 26 and I moved into, you know, like fucking so I don't really know too much about, but is it because everybody says that Norway isn't a society that has a lot of class divides, you know, maybe it's kind of growing, but it's supposed to be this socialist country, you know, top five countries in the world. But is there like, is there a real downside to the opportunities that you have in life just because you're born and live in one of those areas? I would say so. Yeah. yeah because we're less prioritized. Okay. I we gotcha. are, I think physically, I think everybody's good. Yeah. You know, everybody got a roof over their head. And if you're homeless, you can get a house. Mm. That's no issue. But mentally, Mm. that's the that's the worst part, I think. Okay. Because sorry, keep going. It's okay. I think because people, a lot of people say that Norway is the happiest place, and you know, but it's not. It's it has gone down a lot, and people are very depressed there, and that's because of the system and the way people live. Yeah. And the segregation of the rich people, the hipsters, and the what can I say, minorities and everything. Okay. I cannot get the same job as Ula. It, that, it doesn't work like that. No, because your name is... Rohat. Rohat? Yeah. And what's your last name? Halil uh, Chifchi. Oh my God. You know... You haven't got a chance. Yeah, no. It's yeah. like, I can try, but I would have to have the education. I would need the experience. I would need so much more than Ula would need. Did you hear about some dude who had like a foreign sounding name? Was it like a lawyer or something? Couldn't get a job for ages? Changed his name, got a job in like a week. In Norway? Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's fucked up. I don't know, man. It's like, it's like, you know the system and you know how it is and you can either fuck the system, you can let the system fuck you, Mm. but in some kind of, times and places you need to kind of wake up and i feel like i've woken up okay so before you woke up you are living in this kind of like environment or mindset that makes you think that although you have a roof over your head and you're physically safe like safe that you don't have that many opportunities yeah i got you and that's fucked i've always had this you know dream about doing something big taking my family out of the situation we are yeah and you know having the economic stability and you know do everything that other people do Mm. but it hasn't been easy and i've needed to take the hard way up instead of being able to have good cards on my hand yeah of course so that's the issue and it's not everybody's not starting at zero no and some people here you know what can I say? Ethnical Norwegian people, they come in life with parents that maybe has a firm that with their granddads had this uh, big mansion of people and they have boats and they have cars and they have something we call out of what is that? In yeah, the, inheritance. Inheritance. Dude, I know people like that and they inherited like a 30 million Bro, per house. I'm like, crazy. how the fuck did you get that? And then they have this confirmation and yeah, then they yeah. get, I don't know. I don't know Dude, they money. get so much money. money. And Bro. just they get the boonard, which is like 30 
30 or 40,000 kronos. That's investment in itself. I know. I know. That's cra- it's crazy to me how much people get at a boot, at a at a confirmation. Yeah, the, I have been performing at confirmation, so I have been seeing people. Yeah. You know, I heard <laughs> I hear this stuff because we we grow up with people who are Norwegian. Yeah, Norwegian course. people go to our schools. It's not like we're just minorities. So yeah. we get the viewpoint of how other people live and it's not like it's not totally separated no we have the chance of seeing and witnessing everything yeah so when we do this it affects our minds as mm. youths definitely yeah so they get what we can't and we can't see any possibility to get what they get you know mm. because our parents doesn't have that and our families are not here they're in turkey or pakistan or somalia they're they are everywhere yeah and they're even struggling, you know? Uh, of course. So it's like mentally it's very fucked up for youths here because nowadays they do everything to get money. Yeah. They go to every solution. The easiest way to get money is the best way, kind of way. I understand. And that can include crime or drugs and things like that. That could include everything. Scam, crime, mm. drugs, everything. Yeah, I get it. And nowadays, I don't know. We have a lot of movies and series and music and everything is related to crime, mm. you know? So people people take um, influence of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are getting tricked by the society. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Man, I am so lucky I didn't end up in jail. I'm so <laughs> fucking lucky. I'm so lucky because I feel like that could have been a trap that I definitely fell into. You know what I mean? Uh, what is this? How is this? No, because like I didn't grow up in such a like I've like such a you know ethnically specific neighborhood like yeah. you did, but we went to a school which was like a state school and there were a lot of kids like that in my school. Yeah. And I was they were the funnest kids. They were the most yeah. fun kids. <laughs> That's where you hung That's out. That's why I hung out. They they were my homies. You yeah, know, those were course. the ones. And uh, some of them ended up like getting like really deep into like gang stuff yeah. and then ended up getting jail time or, you know, man, this one dude, he fucking used to, there was this gang called 210, right? And they had the 210 was the number of the keys yeah. on keys and that they would open like cash registers. So they would like go into stores and then like distract a person, then go in go into the back room, open the safes, open the registers, get the money and go out. Sure. There was this one dude, right? I was really good friends with him. And he went into a, he went into a store and uh, that was just about to close and then he locked the door with this other guy and then he said open the safe like get the money and then he pulled a brick out of his bag and then smacked the dude over oh, the head fuck. with the brick and then took all the cash anyway that guy he didn't get caught for that but like six months later he ended up robbing a bank at knife point and stabbing a security guard yeah. and then he went to jail for like fucking 10 years and then in jail did some other shit still in jail at this happens 25 years ago that guy's still been in jail life circle life but i mean i i would never have done anything like that no. but i could have just been hanging out with one of these guys and he goes hey being let's at the wrong place it, at the wrong that's time that's it being at the wrong place at the wrong time because the person that told me that story about yeah. the back room with the brick he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time yeah, he had no idea it was going to go down because no. that's how quick it happens of course and if they got caught for that then my friend would have been an accomplice yeah and of course he says oh, i'm not gonna rat i'm not gonna do anything but you're caught up in it man yeah you know what i mean so that's uh i think i feel like that can happen to anybody 
and that can happen so quickly and then your life will change like that in a fucking instant and that's what's very scary about this society scary man really scary. scary in a split second your life could change exactly to the good or to the bad to the good or to the bad and if it cha happens to the good like that's awesome that, yeah. I, i really hope it happens to the good but if it happens to the bad fuck it's a slippery slope yeah, you're and lucky you're lo me you're I'm lucky sitting here no way with your podcast i'm so <laughs> lucky i'm so lucky man i have another story if you want to hear it yeah of course okay. right so my mom has a best friend okay okay and the best friend had a son who was about the same age as me okay a little bit younger anyway the son when we're about 18 or 19 he wants to open a cafe And he borrows money. His mom gives him money. His mom gives him like maybe 600,000 kronos. Maybe then it's like worth a million kronos, right? Ooh. And he gets into a partnership with these kind of older, sketchy mob type characters. Okay. And uh, they go into business with him. And then they go, hey, you're going to need to buy a coffee machine, buy this, buy that. You know, you can get it from us. We'll lend it to you, pay us back later. So they give him all this equipment. Here okay. you go, borrow this coffee machine. Here's the money for the furniture. Six months later, they go, hey, where's that money? He goes, oh, I haven't got the money. They go, okay, well, you better fucking get the money or we're going to fucking fuck you up. You got one week. Doesn't get it in a week. A week later, they go to him. They go, all right, we know where your little sister goes to school. We're going to fucking kill your little sister if you don't do uh, oh, a home invasion for us. And he goes, all right, I'll do it. Just don't fucking hurt my sister. They give him a shotgun, a ski mask, a knife. He goes to this old people's house. They must have been like in their 70s or something. Yeah. Knocks on the door. Hello? Smacks him over the face with the fucking butt of the shotgun. Ties them up. Makes them get all their jewelry. Gets the cash. Gets out of there. They make him do this like two or three more times. And then he gets caught at the last place. One of the guys that he did every single one of these things with got away. And then they said, if you tell the cops that we were involved, little sister, dead. So he got a harsher sentence because he didn't roll over on the guy that was with him. All oh, the people that made them do it just because he was afraid of what would happen to his sister. He got 10 years in jail, man. 10 years. I think 10 years, think pro that. probably more. And that's just because he fucked up and ended up like borrowing money from the wrong people and they used him. They completely manipulated him. And then they just used him as a tool to get cash for them. That's what's fucked up because people do that. That's it. People are in that life and they have that's nothing it. to lose. Nothing to lose. So they make other people, they manipulate, they use violence, they... I don't know. That's the thing. And you know, like people think of Australia. Oh, Australia. Yay, yeah, but that's was what I'm going to say. Yay, Australia. Australia. But you can never forget that Australia used to be a prison colony. Like Australia was a prison. Oh, I didn't know. That's it. The Crazy. English sent all their prisoners there 200 years ago. Because that was the island. That's it. They needed to get these motherfuckers out of London that were causing all this trouble out of England. Send them down to Australia. They're basically prison slaves. Rebuild this colony in Australia. Vashigo. There you go, Shit. motherfuckers. Enjoy this, uh, enjoy those, uh, you know, koalas and all that kind of shit. <laughs> Kangaroos. And yeah. So th those are the, the, that's the foundation of my society. It's criminals from England. And then like, it's always kind of had this, you know, like deep undertones of crime and corruption. Yeah. And, and like now it's probably like a lot worse than when I grew up there, you know, like fucking of course, 30 years ago. I bet ago. you have mobs there and gangs yeah, and 
everything down there. You have this is what I know about the gang life in Australia. Yeah. You have motorcycle gangs, yeah, in charge of a lot of meth, guns, yeah, stuff like that. You have Asian gangs working with like heroin distribution, heroin yeah. smuggling, heroin import from the Golden Triangle, and then you have uh, Lebanese gangs, Muslim gangs, Aboriginal gangs, and then you have like Islander gangs, Tonga, Samoan, oh, Maoris. Very, and I'm probably forgetting like 10 other different type of ethnic. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot. A lot of different breeds. A lot of different breeds. And I think like it's getting more and more segregated and more and more divided. Like the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. I feel like that's what's happening in the world right now. After Corona, after the war, after everything. Man, it's really weird, right? Because like during Corona, like somebody said to me, oh no, this is going to be like a global economic reset. This is going to be like uh, everybody. No, 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 no. It's like Bezos got richer. And then Matusen were making more money. People that are like owning big, that's it. All the small places got closed. So many small gyms got closed. Suts, we'll, we'll take over that gym. You know, whatever 100%. it is. 100%. So I think you're right, man. I think like after the situation that we just I been feel in. Like, I feel like everything is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we got hit with meteors when it all got extinct and everything just. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a fucking, we're the dinosaurs, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. That's crazy. But so I don't see no future in 40 years. Nah. I don't. You're up, you're pessimistic? I'm uh, very scared Yeah. of uh, what could be of the society and how things are. Yeah. All with these AIs and, you know, mm. the wars and what people do to, you know, I think I saw this here the other day. This guy in India, I think, there was a firm that uh, removed every one of their kundu mm, service. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, yeah, customer service. They removed every uh, employee from their customer service with one AI. So it's already started. And you know this, we saw as Terminator, as children, you know. I'll be back. Yeah, you know, there is (laughs) the military. This has always been an issue for the military that people die. Of course. And now the robots are being available and they can actually... I don't know, uh, go around these terrains and be in the desert, be in everywhere. They will. They will change out people with robots also and put AIs in them. Yeah. And when the AI grows a conscience and it says, oh, shit, people have been using us the whole life. It's time for us to take over. Exterminate all humans. Then we have Terminator. That's it, bro. There is Terminator. There is no. And what can we people do? to avoid that we can't do anything because technology is everything yeah it's hard like 100% 70% of your studio is electronics yeah and in our phones it's electronics our cars our everything is electronic and they're always listening they're oh, always fucking, listening I bet they're listening now we're recording what they're listening of course so I don't know bro uh, I I don't see no future for humankind and I would say in 100 years we're nothing yeah maybe 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 you're right unless someone just wipes it all out yeah unless there's this big EMP that takes out everything yeah there might be like a solar flare or something and then we go to nothing again 
Yeah. Then we go back to the old ages. It doesn't sound that bad in a way though, right? It doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, There's a lot like... of people like us that wants to go back to the old ages, but can't because the work is maybe something with the males and mm. you know everything is technology based now yeah me personally i you told me about do you have any dreams mm. i have this dream about making a self-sustainable home for my family going off the grid yeah off nice. the grid totally awesome. and i am uh, this has been like my mission for the last two three years to find a place where i can actually go off grid Mm. But still have like this foot inside society so I can come back to society, make my money and do everything and then go back to being off grid. Man, do you know how awesome that would be if you just had uh, like some chickens, Bro, you know, vegetable everything. patches. Your own electricity, your own water, your yeah, own everything. Yeah. And you Solar don't, panels on the roof. You don't need one dollar to do anything. No. Think about this. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because now you see, if you're if you're broke now, you say you don't have any money the next week. Mm. what can you actually do you can't eat you can't use transports you can but then you're illegally using transports uh your car doesn't drive because you don't have any diesel there is basically nothing you can do if you don't have money here in this world and that's the scary part yeah you need to have money and who the fuck told you that i need to have money like back in the days, they traded cheaps, they traded uh, food, they traded resources. Yeah. And that was the way of going around stuff. But now you cannot trade one ship for anything. You no. say to this guy, oh, I have the cell phone. I want to give it away. Can you please give me some food? He won't give you any food. No. No, he would look at your phone. He would say, I have my own phone. Why would I need yours? Mm. So that's the issue. And I feel like you told me about dreams. And I think that's my biggest dream to going off grid. And raising a family with understanding and being woke from the start of and not having this all around us. Yeah. To just leave my pattern now mm. and just get, to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I think that's my biggest dream. Okay. I, I, I think that's a good dream, man. And that that's sounds, what I'm chasing. Yeah. That a sounds, lot. That sounds really admirable. Having Thank a family, you. be self-sustained. A hundred percent. Yeah. And you have it now. You have like this uh, motherships, earthships in Texas. Have you seen them? No. Out in the desert. No. There are a lot of people, rich people, of course, that makes uh, these self-sustainable cities oh. out in the desert wow. where they have own electronics, waters, everything. Yeah. And it's already started. There is a lot of people that does this. I'm not the only one thinking about this. Do you know what the move would be, man? The move would be like having some kind of community of people that just bought like a big, big, 100%. big pl- plot of land. Because then stuff goes around. Exactly. Because if you had to do it all by yourself, like I, you could for sure do it. But if you had to do it with like, okay, you've got this plot of land, I've got that plot of land, your mom has mm. that plot of land, somebody else has this plot of land and you kind of all work out and help each other. That's the thing, yeah. I think that's but, but you won't be able to do it without another person there. No. Because then there is no one to trade with. Yeah, exactly. Then you have to have a foot inside society. But if you, ha- I mean, if you had like a kind of off-grid society of people, of like-minded people, and people developed like particular skills, and okay, this is the guy 100%. that's really good with the farming, and this is the guy that's really good with the cabin building. And, and you kind of have that. If you think about Africa and India and people that are off-grid mm. and are living still in the villages and are uh, hungry for man- many weeks and, you know, have to find their own food, hunt their food. I watch a lot of these stuff on YouTube. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't watch so much other stuff that's trendy and stuff. Mm. I watch a lot of people that's off grid going off and learning about other people and how they're living and how they're doing stuff. And it's very simple. They're just living like we did in the old days. Isn't it weird that calling it off grid is like exact is like life has been on 100%. this planet for like millions of years. And now like, we're on grid. I know. It's so weird. It's like when you go to a supermarket and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna get the organic vegetable. And it's like, what's the difference between organic and non organic? Well, the organic just doesn't have poison on it. You know what and I mean? The funny thing is organic. Uh, there is no, you cannot uh, avoid that. Even with the organic food, even the organic food has poison in it. Yeah, really? Of course. I've, I've like, heard that, but I wasn't sure. I don't trust anything anymore. No, I, I get you. Neither the doctors, the food, the nothing, nothing. nothing. I, I was on a, f- I was I on a farm? I was on a no. I was surfing. I was surfing with a dude in Costa Rica, an Australian guy who cool. lived there, and uh, he said the same thing. He said, "I go, well, the food's so organic here." He goes, "It's not organic, mate." I go really because yeah no 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 so they say trick. it they say it's organic but you it's can't not. you can't get there's so many fucking dogs and shit here I don't know yeah. how they can do it so yeah. that's why I don't know we're dying from inside everybody mm. and you saw now this with the corona and stuff mm. uh, the vaccines mm. the vaccines are now they <laughs> I, I I can't put my finger around the corona stuff but I feel like. There was a purpose of it coming. It was a purpose of it going. And it's a purpose of it now being, you know, a thing. Because what I, what I've been observing is that a lot of people who took the corona vaccine is now ending up with cancer. Right. And it's no men. It's only women. Dude. The ones who produce more people. Yeah. Think about this. Yeah, my mom got cancer. My mother also got cancer mm. after the third dose. Yeah, mine too. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. What kind of cancer? If I breast may cancer. My mother also got breast cancer. Mm. And now we're working on this. Yeah. And she was wrongly operated okay. from the doctors because they were trying to fix it. And then suddenly she didn't have it. And then suddenly she had it. And then... And then I heard my neighbor's mother got cancer and his wife got cancer and everybody's getting cancer now. Yeah, I have a friend who got cancer. He's like a 30-year-old guy. Like, lymph cancer. And like he's how like, the fuck? He's the, I mean, he's the most healthy guy I've ever met. Like the most healthy guy. Yeah. And the same with my, my other friend's wife. She got cancer too. I, I, it's weird, man. And I, this is the thing. Like, cause I, I'm trying to be balanced and look at, things and the good sides and stuff but yeah but like it 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 really feels like a lot of people are getting cancer they're killing us yeah that's what they're doing yeah okay and they want to wipe us out yeah that my mother had this funny story uh about the corona and how it came and what it was what the purpose was mm. and i right away when she told me this i caught on yeah and it was like okay this is actually possible and she told me that when corona came that there is these two rich families in the world, mm. the richest of the richest, and you don't know, even know who they are because they're so rich. Yeah, these families has come together to wipe out people so they can put everybody under one regime. Mm. So there is no more countries, no more rules in one country and another country. Nothing. Everybody under two families. Damn. And when she told me this, I was like, shit. 
that could actually be true because yeah. first of all the corona was lab made oh yeah for sure 100% we know that yeah yeah and by and after the corona uh, now the people are dying from cancer a lot of people also made money on the vaccine oh so much money that i don't know it's my head hurt and and now what we see is that people are still dying they're still wiping out people with the vaccine that was supposed to help us mm. so we're already going down in numbers in the world and you can imagine if we keep on like this for 45 50 years how mm. many people will there be on earth yeah yeah i uh, i ha- i had like i always had my suspicions about the corona yeah you know and i wasn't one of these people that was just sucking the government's dick just no. saying like oh no it's this well wet no. market we're going to take it like my spider senses were just tingling yeah you know what i mean i'm like nah exactly. i don't buy this shit cuz like what oh, oh you're trying to tell me that the virus got released at a wet market in Wuhan which just happens to From be bad... in the same place as a fucking lab that's doing research on that shit that's too, uh, they could have done a better job of covering it up exactly and now they're blaming the chinese and yeah. the chinese a lot of chinese people got killed yep people were harassing chinese people mm. for this yeah and that's also a part o- of the plan. in other countries yeah in every country yeah, the chinese up. were the ones who brought corona suddenly all of a sudden mm. and then i don't know the thing is though like i'm what i was going to say is like i i mm. my spider senses were tingling and i always thought that it was some kind of something were up i felt I f- exactly exactly but i i i thought at the time that maybe it had something to do with china trying to get donald trump out of yeah. the white house because of he had all these anti chinese yeah. legislations about trying to ban tiktok trying to increase the sales tax yeah. trying to get all the jobs and tech factories 100%. back into america and i always think that like china i'm very suspicious of china i always think china have this soft economic like global power strategy to take over the world economically yeah and i think like what the corona situation did was it ended up creating the situation we're in now financially which everybody's broke like everybody's yeah. paying super high interest rates everybody's like struggling to just pay the mortgage and have whatever jobs are left over 100%. and i think that they knew that i don't think that they're it doesn't take a fucking genius you know no. you go okay let's make these this country this superpower that we want to replace called america let's try to bankrupt them even more because yeah. they man i heard america paid 2 billion dollars to china every single day just in interest just an in interest cuz for some fucking reason Think about that. <laughs> America borrow so much money from China and then they have to pay that back on in interest. So if you make and you know how they pay it back? They just print the money. So they just print the money which then destabilizes the value of the dollar and then to combat that they raise interests and then that has the effect globally that it's having on you and me and everybody else you know in Norway and to print the money with trees yeah the thing that gives us oxygen yeah so they're killing every tree on this planet yeah to get the money yeah and that's also you know how how everything just goes in circles with and the only ending of everything is just killing people 
Yeah. And people are dying. That's the only, you know, main goal of everybody. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, I, I don't know about, like, these families. I've never yeah. heard of these families, but it wouldn't surprise me. No. You know what I mean? Like, they, I, they need to be some people that has a lot of tons of money somewhere. Of, of course there are. And, of course, those people always want to get more money. Yeah. And they always want to get more power and yeah. more control. Exactly. And, like, even though I haven't heard of these particular families, which is probably, like, what they want. Yeah. I have heard of like the Rothschilds and I have heard of like these, you know, European dynasty families that yeah, have the Chinese dynasty families. They, they have them. They have of it's like this crazy, like if you think that like some Norwegian guy who inherited like his dad's Bunard and he's rich, that, that ain't shit. No, that's not, that ain't shit. Not at all. You have people whose families have been fucking running shit for generation yeah. after generation after generation. And they, spend the money like no other that's it i mean you have a look at like uh who's like you know somebody super rich in uh norway like steiner de Hagen. yeah there you go i mean he's got all the money in the world man yeah. and his kids you know they inherit billions yeah, and their grandkids right. inherit billions and the the company that he created all those companies they they just keep working you know they, they just keep making money 20 years more exactly years more maybe a hundred Maybe a hundred years more. Maybe those companies keep growing. Because you know the thing that's happening as well is that you're starting to see less and less smaller businesses and more and more big businesses. Yeah. So you're starting to see like less... Oh, this is the uh, you know like Grunne Lukke Talk. You know, this yeah. is Grunne Lukke Frukto. And you start, you start to see like more uh, Remetuzen, more Kiwi. Yeah. All that shit. And you see a lot of people want to be self-sufficient now. They want to, not self-sufficient, but they want to open their own firm. Mm. And there's a lot of people who is leaving their work to actually follow their dream and make their own company and doing stuff. But those companies will fall in the end. Yeah, it's hard. And then it's, hard. it's going back to zero again. And then they suddenly have to work for other people. But then the work has been replaced with AIs and bots. And then they're standing there in the middle yeah, screaming for help. Yeah, the AI thing and the bots thing is 100% coming. 100%. It's 100% coming. Uh, maximumly 20 years. Yeah. Maximum. And I think that's going to replace, I mean, people have said like 70% of the workforce. Even the cars are drying by itself. Of course, right? Those are the, I think it starts at the bottom and then it works its way up. And they're even releasing a flying car now, that's, I think. It's pretty dope though. Uh, it's dope, but what the fuck? Cars are <laughs> supposed to fall down from the sky now? Dude, but could you imagine rocking up on a date with a chick? Oh. And she's just like, yeah, I, yeah, I'll pick you up at seven. You just rock up in your flying car. All right, let's you go. land in the parking and then... Yeah. That's the move. And just the finger teleporting. In the clouds. Everything is coming now. And I hope I, so. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, Even though like the technology is bad, I am still kind of excited about some dope shit. I just hope that the dope shit gets developed in a way that's sustainable for the happiness and well-being of mankind and the planet. But do you believe that? No. No. <laughs> I don't believe so it. That's your just inner child it's, dopamine it, that's one stuff. You I know? just want it to. I Back want to the future. You know, Santa Terminator. Claus. Everything. Yeah. But un like, unfortunately, I think you're fucking right. Like, I wish I could disagree with your kind of dystopic vision of the future. Yeah. But I think every Black Mirror episode is going to come true. Yeah. I think that, like, the Terminator, you and me are going to be, you know, reloading shotguns, shooting at fucking robot drones. That's what I'm preparing for. Yeah. 100% off-grid. Yeah, dude. Learn how to fight and protect my family. Mm. 
And then when the time comes, just fire it all upon him. Yeah. 100%. You know, the crazy thing is, man, like this sounds fucking so like out a, of a movie is doesn't it, it does it sounds like just two but we have been predicting this since the start of ages since yeah. movies started to come yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so tell me tell me tell me your darkest vision of the future bro my darkest vision yeah. of the future what do you think man what uh, do you think what are you doing What's i think we on? all gonna blow up each other you think yeah you think people do it to each other or you think the ai out oh that's hard to say because people are as stupid as, as the AI. So dumb, man. We're so dumb. It's called artificial intelligence. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, but I have this vision, not vision, but I have this feeling of that now because everybody's making bunkers all around the world. Yeah. So hey, I know a few people. So, so people are going underground. Yeah. And when the world is blowing up, I bet there's going to be this frame of just metal bunkers mm. as a planet mm. and then we're back to star wars yeah yeah you feel me yeah there's gonna be a lot of artificial planets around us people are gonna try to get out of the out of the universe yeah that's gonna be hard people are gonna go in generations to get out of the universe yeah rocket ships you know scraps everywhere man i keep like having these like uh, thoughts about like what happens if we build a spaceship that could just travel and the travel world. and travel, right? Let's spaceship just say, world. Let's say if you had a spaceship that people could sleep in, like cryo sleep. And let's just say like, okay, we're on this spaceship. Let's just say we got like a thousand people, whatever. Yeah. And we all sleep for a million years. A million fucking years. And the spaceship is just on autopilot, next galaxy. Bam. What movie you, is this? <laughs> it's no this movie. This is Interstellar. Have you seen this I've one? I've seen it. I've seen it. It's that where the guy wakes up with the wrong, something wrong is happening in the spaceship. They're supposed to go to another planet and then he wakes up alone. And then he he's going mad because he's all alone on the ship. And he has everything. There's like robots and cafes and everything. I know what you mean. Is that Interstellar? No, that's not Interstellar. That's the one where he wakes that chick up. Yeah, and what's that? What's the name of that movie? Arrival. Arrival, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like that. Like and then arrival. you suddenly, I don't know. You gotta. Then but you, even that one blows up. Yeah, maybe because people aren't they, they that smart. Fuck it up. People always. Everybody people, people fucks people up fucks everything. Up. So, ah, I don't see no future, man. You know, I I see a future. I I definitely do. Well, I, how I, bright is it? That's the question. Uh, but I really think that, like, I really think that, like, we are at this point now where it can kind of go either way. I don't think we've completely committed to this fucking dystopic, apocalyptic future yet. Mm. I still think that like it can all go in the right direction. That's what I think. Yeah, but I really think that. I think it's a 50-50. Okay, at, at, at I the got moment, you on that. At the moment, it's a 50-50. And you know what gives me hope? It gives, people like you give me hope. People that, like you that I, I go... Knows? I go, you know what? This motherfucker, he sees the, the, he, you see the writing on the wall. And you go, oh, we need to try to make sure that we steer away from uh, people growing up in fucking ghettos that feel like they don't have a, that don't have any hope. 100%. People that think that, like, okay, I can do something with my life. Okay, well, I fixed my life. I can, Help maybe I can people. fix my community. Oh, well, fuck, I fixed my community. Oh, maybe I can fix this industry. Well, we fixed the industry. And then, it, escalates from there 100%. and like pe people like you and other people that like have this goal to try to help people move towards the direction of hope 100%. i think it's people like that people like us yeah 
that can really make re- a change. I think so. I know. I think so. And it sounds like it sounds kind of goosebumps when you say this, but, but it's true. It's yeah. true because I really think that like we can fucking do nothing and just let these assholes take us to this fucking place that nobody wants to yeah. go to. And you see that all the time. You see these fucking rich old white cunts that are just getting rich off the death of the planet and other people. And everybody sits around going, how the fuck can they do that? And everybody sees it. And it's like if enough people see it and enough people go, no, 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 we're not letting you get away with that. You Mm. don't get to fucking do that anymore. We're going to do it like this now. You guys aren't running. You guys are dead. Like in France. You see, they killed this 17-year-old guy. Yeah. Now you see the whole community is uprising and about bringing justice down to this. That's what I'm talking about. And that's about. how you're supposed to do stuff. That's how you got to do it. And I think I saw this quote about this, um, how do you escape the matrix? Mm. And you es- there was this guy, I don't remember who this guy was, but he said that if everybody just stops at the same time, then nothing will run anymore. Everybody stopping at the same time is almost sounds impossible for a lot of people. Yeah, it sounds like you need to have a. But still, France, the whole country, the whole city, everybody stopped at one at the same time. So if it's possible for a country or a city to stop at one time, mm. and as Corona did with the world, that it just stopped and everything was just locked down, then I feel like there is there is a possibility. Good. There is a possibility, but everybody has to think the same. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, but then that's part of your mission. And that's why I'm here. Exactly. Me that's too. That's why I talk about this. That's exactly it. 100%. And that's why we, we need to get it. it out. And that's why I... We've got to get it out. And I think we did it in, the, in like the right way as well. Because like there is a real fucking potential for things to keep going off the rails. 100%. Like dystopic world where everybody's disconnected, shooting at fucking robot dogs. Yeah. That could happen. But so could the world happen where everybody's living a fulfilled life and we're you know keeping the planet sustained and 100%. the power balance is being restored and people aren't accumulating 99 percent of the wealth that is a real possibility as well 100%. people can pursue their art people can have families you know people they can could be healthy live. exactly but there's a long there's a long way to go to get to that 100%. because there is this real power there's this real economic force driving things into this dark direction 100%. and that's the thing that i think it's important that we make people aware of but i think a lot of people know yeah especially people that listen to this podcast yeah of course yeah and if we, if we die after today we know we know what <laughs> happens is, the society took us just so you know i am not planning on committing suicide <laughs> same <laughs> it's even crazy that we have to say things like that I know you have so. to. Did Did you hear about this like a crypto guy that got uh, "I will not commit suicide" tattooed on his body, and then they found him, and then he committed suicide. Hmm. Yeah, they just they took that dude out. Shit. Yeah. But that's like I feel like that's how governments covers up deaths, suicide. Yeah, of course. Either by drugs or hanging or something like that. Look at the Epstein thing. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? Everybody knows he didn't kill himself. It's crazy, man. I know. It's, it is crazy what you can get away with when you have a lot of power. Hundred percent. When you have the monopoly of power, when like nobody can arrest America, when nobody, when you are the like richest, mm, baddest, you are the power. You are, exactly. <laughs> you when are you are the, are the power. power, it's insane what you can do. But there are different powers also. That's what I believe. In. 
yeah. the power from inside. Mm. It's also very huge. The energy. Yeah. The spiritual power. Yeah. I think even though we have a lot of religions and people believe in a lot of stuff, I think there is a very big possibility for the universe to punish us in some way. Mm. You have uh, you have a lot of histories from the ancient times of Egypt and everything where pests came along. Yeah. Where natural uh, stuff that wasn't I don't know how do you explain this? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, no, unnatural stuff happened with the nature. Yeah. That took away everything. Mm. And I still believe that's the thing. The universe can punish us at any time. Yeah. I could go out now and if the universe decides to, it could take us all out in one split second. Mm. And I think if we people keep on like, you know, keep on fucking up stuff, I think the universe will punish us all. Yeah. And that's the thing. Mm. And we have known this for a lot of years, like the dinosaurs, yeah. the ancient Egypts, the Mayan times from back in the days and everything. Like you have this, this has been going around the centuries. As I said before we started or in the start of this conversation, everything has to get worse before it gets better. Mm. And the only why does it have to get worse before it gets better? Why do people always say that? Because that's the way of the cycle is like that. You see, even in stocks, yeah, uh, there is this um, known thing about this pattern. When you trade crypto, Mm. it has to go down three times and go to the lowest low for you to invest, and then wait for the highest, and then take out your money. It's like it's a strategy of numbers, and everything is based on numbers. Uh, me personally, I believe. Oh, in like it. some Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you have this number that I wear, yeah. hundred and forty-four. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. It's a very, very crazy number that repeats itself in the universe many times. All right. That goes in and out, in and out, in and out. It goes in everything. It's like, and it. Personally, I can tell you about this hundred and forty-four. What it means Bring for it. me. I have been thinking about this in the English way of saying it, but it is everything, but still nothing. Everything and nothing at the same time. Mm. That's what it is. Because 144 goes around in everything. The world is 144 degrees. The pyramids, two pyramids over and beneath is 144 degrees. 144 has been following me since I was 13, I think, 14, 15. Uh, one friend of mine, I don't know where he got it from, but he just came to me. It was like 144. And then suddenly, every time I bought something on the receipts, every time, it's like my lucky number, kind of. But it's not, because every time I see the number, it means something. It's maybe in a hard decision when something goes bad, when something goes right. I get this number shown to me. Mm. I don't know from where, from what, why. But I get a sense Every time I see the number that either something is right or something is bad. And I act upon these uh, these hints I get from, I don't know what it is. Is it the universe? Is it, some people say God, some people say Allah, I don't know. But there's a lot of different, I still haven't figured out anything. Like I have figured out some stuff, but I haven't figured out the whole thing about it. Hmm. But what I think it is, it's the belief of believing in yourself. Hmm. And nothing else. Believing in what you see mm. and not what you have heard. Mm. Because I haven't read the Quran. I haven't read the Bible. I don't read a lot. <laughs> but I believe. I believe in a lot of stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, but if there's one thing I've understood is that I don't believe in anything I don't see. Mm. If I can't touch, see, or feel, I don't believe it. Yeah. And I haven't personally, I've, go, I've gone to the mosque. I've tried to pray. I have tried to pray to the everything, to the God, to the devil, to the everything. And nothing has worked. I didn't feel anything. But the second I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, I believe in you. And I was talking to myself. I had this feeling of s something that, okay, this is right. Believing what, in what you see in front of you every morning is what makes you actually do stuff, you know? Mm. Because people believe in a believe in each other they have role models they have you know examples of people that they take a lot of inspiration from but what people often miss then is who they selves are and mm. what they could have been doing because they put themselves in this box of what they want to be and this security and you know everything mm. so for me 144 has um i have been taking it with me to help other people also believe in themselves. Yeah. It's it's kind of a, what do you call this? A movement. Mm. It is not a culture. It is not a cult. It is not anything, religion, nothing. It's a movement of believing in yourself and nothing else. Yeah. That yeah. seems like a pretty good thing to believe and it's, in. It's like, why shouldn't you believe in yourself? Yeah. You're doing the stuff. You're thinking. You're doing everything. Why Why should you believe in someone else then? Because I don't know. Man, I always kind of have this hint of an idea of like whenever people want you to look and believe in something else, it does kind of distract you from believing in yourself. Hundred, but you lose yourself. A little bit. When you, people say you lose yourself, that's the meaning of losing yourself. And so many people are so different. Like they're so different and like you get everybody looking outward at this external thing to believe in. Mm. And that's like this kind of, you know, yeah, it's a big distraction from the direction that you should be looking. And that's inside towards who you, to you. I feel like you see this all the time. 100%. Yeah. You see the monks and everybody. They say you find inner peace when you look into yourself. Yeah. And nothing else. But it's, it's with everything as well because it's with like all of these distractions that we have as well in life. You know, like infinite scroll loops on TikTok and, you know, like whatever it is, like video games and TV and all that 100%. kind of stuff. And it's like this, even like the amount of work that you need to do to survive. Like even like, okay, I got to wake up at 6.30. I got to get the get in the shower, get to work, do all this stuff, come back, pick up the kids, take them to mm. swimming, take a gymnast, make dinner, 100%. put them to bed. You don't know when when the fuck do you have time to look into yourself because all the shit that you normally you know had time yeah. to do that, that you have to do it's like you it's know exactly, exactly it's gone so somebody goes hey look here's this job man here you can make forty thousand kronas a year and get five weeks holiday uh, forty thousand kronas a month and get five weeks holiday but in return did we want your dreams. 100%. that's what we want. You take everything from that person. Yeah, and we want you to. Now your dream is whatever the CEO says it is. The meaning of your life is fucking seeing if you can convert as many sales as possible during the day. In puppets. That's so fucking whack, man. And then you suddenly are someone else's person. Yeah. It's, and people just don't have the time. They're so distracted to look in, recognize what their dream really is. And then, then once they've recognized it, being able to believe in it. And then once they believe in it, put the... 10,000 hours into making it possible. Mm.
You don't have 10,000 fucking hours. Once <laughs> no, everything else is, you know. You don't. You lose a lot of time. Time mm. is very precious. But that's why I'm so mad. I, I love meeting young people. Like, especially, like, the younger, the better. The younger, the better. Where they go, oh, I, where, <laughs> where they go I know what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be, this is it. And you know what? You talk to a little kid. You talk to a five-year-old boy or a six-year-old boy. And you ask them what they want to be. You ask that same kid when he's like 18 or 19 that answer is usually completely different 100% and at a certain point along the line what they think is possible starts getting reduced and reduced and 100%. reduced and reduced to what society needs 100%. that's the fucked up part is that like it changes from I want to be a football player to I want to you know I think maybe I can get a job as a teacher yeah. that's the complete transformation and that's the you know the and they don't keep on to that they don't keep on the to children it. are the next the children are the future and that's why i work a lot with children i mm. work as a youth worker good so i have been um me personally i found myself in the youth clubs when i was younger yeah i, I didn't my mother and father was uh, busy with life you know mm. they were they didn't have so much experience and they knew what they did and they just did what they could to get food on the table. Yeah. And I had to learn stuff by myself. And where I learned stuff, I couldn't learn in school because I wasn't a school person. That was also a system and I felt controlled. So I went out of school. I wasn't so much at school, but I went into the studio, mm. the music studio. And oftenly that was at uh, youth clubs where other, other children came to, people like me that needed a place to stay. So I was a lot of places and there was a lot of grown people that helped us in a lot of different ways of seeing the world as it is. Mm. Because then it was no, there was no, and it, some of them are there for the money, but other people are also there for helping. Mm. Often the places you find peop helpers are maybe at the hospital or at the youth clubs or psychologists. They have the calling. Yeah, they have this thing about helping other people. Mm. And if they need the security in the same time, they often choose to educate themselves in that department. Mm. I was not educated. I just went to a youth club when I was 18, 19, and I was like, okay, I need a job. And they gave me a job. Uh, I was working there for four or five years before Corona came. And when Corona came, it fucked it all up. Mm. And then the system, you know, did their job. Yeah. If I didn't have experience, you were not going to work here. Mm. Because we needed a pedagogic utansa, they said. But still, that taught me a lot yeah. uh, of how to, how to apprehend youth and how to how to talk with youth and how what the interests are in the society and what kind of vision the youths have. Mm. And that has also made me being able to correct my uh, vision of what I want to do in a very narrow point, mm. that I want to work with minorities that has interest in art, creative art. Nice. And that's like, that could be everything. That could be painting, dancing, mu singing, you know, everything. Did throw podcasting and comedy in there too. 
a podcast and comedy 100 nice. comedy i'm not so known with yeah but i have never been a comedy kind of guy no. because i don't laugh so much yeah yeah but but the thing that i noticed when i was growing up about my minority friends okay. is that they were the funniest people 100 percent. a like, lot of dude, my guys are, they're hilarious we have, this thing, we have this thing about if our life we always said this since we were kids if our life was always being on film and mm. we always have film this we would be the most famous people in the world yeah and that's true i feel like that's in all kind of minority groups definitely everybody has a funny funny person so funny and that's because some of our are taught by our parents to enjoy life and yeah. be f uh, bring a funny uh funny I'm bring happiness into what you do and who you're with mm. and so that that will always be like one minority that's always extra fun Dude, man, you know, like when, like, some of these guys, man, they're so fucking. They killed me in high school. Like, they could barely speak English, but they were the funniest cunts, mate. And now, what you're starting to see as well in like the Norwegian comedy scene is so many people with a different minority background. Hundred percent. Like they're coming up, whether they're from Somalia or Pakistan 100%. or India or a fucking army, wherever they're from, they go, oh shit. This guy you. funny. He's funny. And he's not doing so much. He's just Dude, being himself. That's it. It feels like it comes naturally because a lot of Norwegians, let's be honest, they're pretty stiff. Hundred, you know, they can, they're not the most fluid, open. They have and very it, dry humor. They can be, especially 100%. if they're not drinking and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of foreign cultures just naturally tends them, like lends to, to being more like, you know, like fluid and open and silly and theatrical and more storytelling. 100%. Flowing and you know exactly the more flowing. So I always thought, like you know, I always thought, like if there was somebody that came to our school when we were kids and said, "There is a way that you can go from being the class clown into being Dave Chappelle." Hundred There is a path for that, and to do that path. Just try stand up comedy at an open mic, write jokes, maybe jump out, go to your youth club, say, Hey, I want to do like whatever the fuck it is, like a five minute routine or put on some kind of thing and try to get it happening. Because I think that like so many of the people that could have been the best stand up comedians just never had that opportunity where somebody went and spoke to them and said, Hey, class clown now selling out Oslo Spectrum in five years 100%. or 10 years. And I think that's why it's really important that if you're in a position where you work with people in youth clubs and stuff like that, like let them know that like they all that they have this really good opportunity to turn their natural talents into a job. Hundred percent. That's I think that's and really that's important. what I teach people. Good. That's what I do because good. a lot of these people who wants to do creative art doesn't know how to do the business of it. Mm. and what kind of things they have to watch out for. Yeah. And that's what I teach a lot. I do artist development. Oh, that's a good topic. I don't do artists. I don't work with artists and just help them as much as I can first and then just walk away. Mm. I teach them how to do them things themselves. Yep. And I have this also a dream about com making a label mm. that helps artists, um, yeah, art develop artists instead of actually using artists. Because now nowadays, a lot of major labels just are like uh, farmers. They milk their cows until they're done, and then they cut then them they up and throw them in the them head, yeah, make you know, hamburgers. You know, so yeah, yeah. I have also this dream about helping other people like this. 
But oftenly, the reason why minorities doesn't use this as their profession or go into it is because of the culture. Because we come from a place where people that do creative art are oftenly laughed of. They are clowns. Mm. And it has been from the, again, we're going back to the ancient times where entertainers were clowns. Mm. They were brought in by the sultans or the kings or the queens to make people laugh and yeah. then we laughed not with them but off them you know at them yeah at them yeah, yeah. i wonder if that's changing though now man because you know it we, is you got 100%. people like yunus yusuf 100 people really look up to that guy 100%. especially from like uh, diverse minorities they go ha huh, wow look he did it and he's like fucking killing it i have this friend of mine called abosi okay. mr abosi he's now in dubai yeah and he's doing his stuff he's like um Iraq Kurdish uh, comedian that's you know are just being like this uh, minority farmer from out of nowhere you know being that extra stereotype of being a minority you know mm. talking very uh, fluently Utlansk we say yeah yeah you know and I feel like yeah there is a movement of where creative art is going in a positive direction where people can do that but there's still those youths that struggle mm with going against what their parents thinking is you know yeah about not being taking the safe way as we talked about earlier i get it so, and it's, it's it's hard to because inside the family the parents probably made a lot of difficult decisions to get where they are today to get where they are man they had to sacrifice a lot yeah I totally and then suddenly their that. child is going to be a what comedian yeah and then try to make that of living he has to struggle like 15 10 years to yeah, yeah. then actually maybe make it you know yeah but so i hope that like there is this you know i don't know conversation that parents can have with their kids 100%. and they can say like all right i know it was harder for us and we want you to be this but if you don't want to be it then you got to follow your dreams you know we came to norway so that you could have a better life mm. and what does having a better life mean to you don't throw away the opportunity yeah. that we fought so hard for you to get don't fucking waste it but as long as you're happy, I don't think you're wasting it. No. And you talk to so many people, man. Like I spoke to Vigo and he said that like for years he had no money, living on couches, just following his dream, never been happier. And no. look at him now. He's the number one clown in the world. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? Crazy. Everybody in Norway knows who he is. Yeah. Everybody in England knows who he is. They that's fucking good, talk, man. isn't that? But that's the thing. That's very nice. Is that the path that he took was not very safe? It was no. not very conventional. But he loved every step of the journey, and, and that's, it worked out for that's him. That's how he's gonna die happy. I think so. You know what I'd say, man? And I'm, I don't want to put words in his mouth. That's okay. But I would say that, like, even if he didn't win Britain's Got Talent, he would still be so happy. Hmm, because he still does what he loves. Yeah, exactly. I think he even said it. I, I think he even said he wasn't like. He doesn't need it, but what the fuck did he say? He said, I don't need it, but I welcome it. He welcomes it, but 100%. he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He, he doesn't need it. 100%. So, and that's also what I think. Yeah. It's like, there's so much things in this world that can bring you down as a person. But I think just doing what you love mm. is the main source of happiness. Yeah, but I, I, I'm like, I think that like sometimes as well, like when we started this conversation, mm. like we're talking a lot about things that are negative. Yeah. And I think that like it's, you know, that's that's a thing I'm kind of torn about as well, man. Because it's like, I don't know how much of your 
brain should you dedicate towards going down like dark paths on youtube looking at like fucking the fall of mankind and all that kind of shit even though it might be true (sighs) this is this is I, i don't know how to say this like should we focus on what the problem is or should we like focus on what makes us like really happy because sometimes or, sh- or should we kind of do both yeah, you know i understand what you mean and it, i think that that's when it comes to balance yes you need a good balance you need a really good balance there may need to be one week when you just look at the negatives and then you need to have that one week when you're only happy and enjoy time you have here yeah yeah you, you need to find a balance of how you do stuff because before like three years ago i didn't have no balance i was just negative 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 yeah and then that will take you down that will make will. you depressed that yeah. will make you lose hair and be sick and you know don't eat and don't do anything of course mm. but when you have that balance of using as much time on the negative side as the positive side then it will be easier for you to be on a neutral side also mm. you will automatically be neutral if you're balanced because mm there is always good and bad mm. and there will always be you cannot escape the good and bad mm. but when you kind of stand in the middle of the good and bad then you have a good viewpoint of everything yeah then your mind is more clear then you have this inner peace that we're talking about that we can't that's so hard hard to find yeah it's all about balance and it has always been that in yeah. everything spirituality religion work everything the balance is what makes us human yeah. I you, think at least. You want to hear some hippie shit, man? I'm sure. Bro. Okay. We're in luck. God, this is the hipster's <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, what if whatever you focused on was what came true? Like, what if in a world of infinite parallel dimensions, the f- parallel dimension that you slide into is the one that you put the most amount of focus and energy into and that parallel existence could be one where you end up completing all of the things that you want to do in your wildest dreams come true because you're just focusing so much on that or your existence could be this completely negative dark asteroid robot spaceships living (laughs) in caves because that's what you focus your energy into what if all of the parallel futures exist all at once and the one that you inhabit in the future is entirely up to you manifestation like right isn't that kind of possible too 100 percent. everything yeah. I, I do manifestation all the time good all the time but, and then that's kind of the thing that i'm i'm, I'm wondering right like the thing that you want to man if you get too caught up in a if you get too caught up in a reality that you don't want the manifestation kind of gets dragged away a little bit from the 100%. direction that you want to go into. So I wonder if there's like a benefit to just focusing on what you really want. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't forget what you want. No. Never. And you should always go towards what you want. Mm. But I feel like on the way, you need to grab onto those things and bring them with you. Like the bad and the good. Yeah. So, me personally, <laughs> I don't know. I That was a very hard question, but... It's hard. I feel like... like how, <laughs> balance, how balanced are you between 
futuristic dystopia and futuristic utopia? I feel like um, uh, inner part of me always want to be on the good side. Yeah. Hundred percent. Nice. I always look at the good side and stuff. Yeah. And define things in life, you know. Yeah. What makes me happy? What's good? What can I do to make it better? You know. Mm. These are always things. It all depends on how you've been kind of treated in life, and how much negativity you have had around you. Mm. If you're if you wake up to a negative energy every day, mm. then it's hard to mm. look at the positive things in life. Definitely. Hundred percent. But if you but if you already have tasted at the positive things in life and you know how it feels like to be positive and good and the fine finer things in life, then it will always be easy for you to tap into that and to gotcha. take it with you. Yeah. So if you're in an environment of despair from the moment you start living. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a diff- it's, it's difficult. difficult. It's more difficult. Yeah. Uh, but it won't be impossible because nothing is impossible. Yeah. So you know, I think that's what the kids need to hear, man. 100%. I think that's what they need. I think that like they need this like it's all going to be fine. Like the thing that that's you want. That's the thing. It's gotta, always going to be fine. Yeah. Because we live to die. Yeah. And but it's what you leave after you die. Mm. It's what matters. And do you want to leave negative energy when you die? No. You want to leave something positive in this world. Mm. Because you cannot do everything. But you can do something. Mm. And that something is all up to what you think about and how you, what kind of environment you grow up in. Mm. And if, even the, even the most struggling persons are maybe even the happiest. You see Palestine, you see Africa, you see India, you see the poorest slums in China and people are still happy. Mm. because they're so grateful for the little stuff they have yeah and that's what matters being grateful yeah as long as you're grateful you will always find happiness yeah definitely you you, you, put, you ever play basketball uh, yeah i've had my time of playing basketball yeah you know when you have to shoot like from the th- uh free throw line yeah and you're just standing there you're looking at the net and you're going i want the ball to go in that net yeah i'm just gonna focus on that net 100 percent. and you go that net that net that net and nothing else exists you manifest that you do and you fucking shoot it and then it goes in the net straight at least hopefully but that's what i think i think the future that you want is the net okay that's it and you know you're not you're not you might not get it the first time you gotta keep working towards it you gotta fucking i didn't get get it you gotta i gotta practice 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 i gotta get it but like everything that's not in the net like if you if you hit the backboard, if it's nothing but air, like if it's like what whatever, those are all other realities too. 100%. But you just want to focus on that one reality that you really really want. You want the ball to go in the net, 100%. and maybe the ball going in the net for you is like today I'm just gonna fucking uh, write this song, or today yeah. I'm gonna write like one line of this song, and that's the ball going in the net. But you're focusing on it. Or today it's like, you know what? Today I'm not gonna steal anything. One step at a time. Exactly. Because you gotta shoot that free throw. I mean, thousands of fucking times. More, million times. Mi- millions of times. Hundred percent. And you just gotta keep going for it. You and just, just focusing never on that. give up. Yeah. Never stop believing. Yeah. 
I really hope that like all of the like younger people that are in like these environments mm. that you grew up in and the other kids that you work with, I really hope that they have that mindset where they know that they can get the ball into the net, that it is possible. Because the worst thing that you can have is a, a fucking generation of people without hope or a community of people who think that no matter what I do, I can't get the ball in the net. Mm. And I really hope that like you're able to help people understand that no, 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 you can, you can do it, bro. You can do it. Bro. And if there's one thing I've learned from this fucking podcast, man, mm. I've, I've spoken to so many people who everybody thought were fucking losers. Yeah. People thought they were fucking losers and they ended up being like these really happy, successful people. You know what I mean? And you could ask them yourself. They'll say it. Like, no, people thought I was a fucking loser. I was just staying at home and doing nothing. And now now I fucking accomplished a lot of cool shit. 100%. So it, it really is possible. And I hope that... Everything is possible. It's just need... There, there needs to be someone to tell them that. Yeah. And they need to feel the energy of the realness about yeah, yeah, yeah and that's your job you tell them 100 percent. That. that's that's me as a helper mm. kind of person but i can do so so much yeah but together we can do much more yeah exactly that's we need to share what we know yeah share what we got yeah is it looking good yeah it is good the funny thing is i'm on i'm in the middle of that journey yeah. I'm, I'm not at the place i want to be mm. i'm not at my worst place but i'm just Exactly in the middle of coming to what I know I'm going to. You know what? I think that's like that for everybody. You really think? I think so, man. I I, I feel like that. Even it, for you? It sounded like you were describing me. <laughs> you know, I think so. I, I, I think that. You know what I said to Vigo event as well? When he came in, I go, wow, man, life is complete. He goes, you know what? It feels like it's just beginning. That's what he said. After Shit. fucking winning three million kroners on Britain's Got Talent or something. He feels like now it's just beginning interesting isn't it that's very interesting i don't think it ever stops i don't think you're ever going to get there i don't think it's ever going to stop i think yeah, you're maybe always, that's the fun of it i think it is you're maybe always going to be in the middle of a journey yeah and that's i don't know people say you know keep it exciting yeah right and i think people like it exciting so i like it man yeah, you don't want stuff to be boring no way look at like people that accomplish everything like a childhood child actors yeah. the younger people they end up going off the rails man 100% they end up going oh cocaine drinking 100%. weapons possession charge like whatever 100%. ends up happening they fuck up they fuck it up dude they fuck up so I just think that it's always I think that it's really important to understand that that goal never ends and you're always in the middle of your journey even 100%. when you're 100 years old 100% when you're 15 you're in the middle of your journey when you're 100 you're in the middle That's of your journey I think so. I, maybe because you I get, believe we always learn, dude. Of course, you want to. Like we never stop learning anything, dude. This life as it's well. Too much to like this, learn everything. Even this physical existence yeah. might just be one tiny part of a longer journey. Like you might die, and then things start getting interesting. That's the trippy <laughs> thing, too, bro. That's the thing. Like you think, like, oh, when I'm dead, that's it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah, but, but then you not. die and stuff starts to happen. Exactly. And now that's the new beginning. Maybe you get born again a thousand years ago as a fucking horse. Or maybe you live this life a thousand more times until you get it perfect. Or maybe you go into this like next level on this infinite fucking 
you know. You never know. You never know. You never know. know. So I think like being in the middle of a journey or being at the beginning of a journey, it's always like you don't never know. The the journey never ends. I think think it's good. That's true. 100%. It's good to keep that in mind. 100%. And I think that's what's cool about life. Yeah. I think being on that journey and never, you know, never closing your thoughts about doing new stuff and seeking discomfort. Those are the precious things in life, I think. I think so too. The people who give up on life are missing out on a lot of stuff. Dude, you give up on life. A lot. Uh, don't do it, bro. You gotta <laughs> go give up. 100%. You'll be all right. And we can learn from our parents. God, dude. 100%. Yes. Your parents, they are. As an example. Yeah. Not as a role model, but as an example of yeah. what a human can do and be and are. Dude, if you can dream it, you can do it. 100% thank you for having me man of course i love this conversation me that's too. why i came right that's exactly why You're i like came. let's go i had this thing inside Woo! of me that said inia james go to him he's gonna your name is inia yeah inia inia okay i didn't say that wrong no 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 okay, and your on. name is rohat rohat yeah rohat yeah. and say your last name halil chifchi <laughs> Rohat Halil Chifchi. Oh, you said it right. Ah. And that's crazy. Maybe it's just the Norwegians that. Dude. They say, Irwat Halil Chifchi? Yeah, no, they fuck it up. Bro. Nah, real I got ones. you, dog. Thank you, man. Real ones. <laughs> All right, thanks for being a guest. Whoop, whoop. Thank you so much, Inya. You're welcome, brother. Ladies Thank and gentlemen, me. see ya. Mwah.